Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 25. This is an exciting week. This is Thanksgiving week. Uh, we actually celebrated Thanksgiving yesterday. Awesome time with our friends, the Watsons. Uh, they uh, know how to deck out a house. They know how to do Thanksgiving to a whole nother level. Uh, the Gokies are kind of like, I don't know, paper plate kind of people. And so when people go all out with like silverware, I at one point in the dinner, uh, my kids were like, there's two plates. Which one do we use? You know, so we're not like fancy fancy people. And so, uh, but they did such a great job hosting us. And so we're so grateful for them. And, and uh, we had an awesome time. I hope you uh, had a happy Thanksgiving. No matter when you're listening to this podcast, I hope that you had a happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving as we move into the Advent season, which will be uh, so exciting, waiting for the arrival of Jesus. Uh, that is what Advent means. So excited for this time of year and so excited that you've tuned in today. Um, as we're talking about Christmas, one of the things that popped up this week was uh, how excited that kids get I, uh, for Christmas morning. I, I have found the older I get, um, I'm not so like so excited about Christmas morning. Uh, there's this big joke in our family, which is like, you know, the kids have to wake me up. They have to, you know, and I always tell them like, hey, before I get up, there has to be a pot of coffee. So it's like this whole thing. But as a kid, I remember Christmas morning being like, it was the best day of the whole year, you know, and the reason why was because there were presents, there was going to be, you know, a day worth of eating and celebrating and fun. I grew up in Ohio, so it usually meant sled riding, all the friends would come over, hot cocoa, the whole thing. But if you start talking to your kids or kids that you know about Christmas morning, they're so excited. They, 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 they can't wait for it. It, it. The anticipation is too much. When we put our kids to bed, they can't handle it. They're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. Our daughter who is nine, just she she can barely even sleep. She's so wound up. They start saying the craziest thing. They start wrestling. You know, it's like they just start acting crazy because they're so excited about Christmas morning. And I started thinking about that this week and I thought, why can't every morning be like Christmas morning? Why is every day not that exciting? I mean, it should be. It should be like, wow, this is so exciting. This is so amazing. And so this passage uh, really got me this week and started trying to uh, think like really through the, the, the lens of like a child on Christmas morning, like what would it actually look like to live like that? And the, and the passage is this, Psalms 118 verse 24, and it says this, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And I, I just kind of had to pull back for a minute as I was reading this passage. And this is a passage of my childhood. This is a passage that for me will pop up here and there, especially when I'm probably struggling or having a hard day, that this is one of those passages that I kind of go to. Like, wait, wait, wait. This is the day that the Lord has made. Like, that's significant. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And and so, um, as I was thinking about it, I started going like, as a culture, I think we really 
struggle with joy. We really struggle with joy, and this is an ongoing theme in a lot of the different podcasts uh, that I that that I have recorded, and it, it's because of this. Because joy is very uh, situational for us; it's based on outcomes. You know, did I do well on my last test? You know, did the guy or the girl that I wanted to go out with, did she say yes? Will she go out with me or will he go out with me? Did I get the job? Did I get the raise? Did I get the thing that I was looking forward to buying on Black Friday or Cyber Monday, right? We, it is very situational. And when I get the thing that I want, I experience a massive amount of joy, right? It just It's just like a burst of joy. Like, yes, I did it. I got it. And then it kind of goes away. And so as we start stepping back from our lives, we start realizing that, that honestly, the way that we get joy or receive joy feels a little lackluster, feels a little inch deep. And this is a passage that is trying to help us go deeper. Dive deeper into joy. Dive deeper into what rejoicing really is all about. And what we're finding here is this, in this passage, it is a very simple but profound joy. It is a very simple but profound joy. How is it that we can be joyful over all these things, which aren't bad? You know, it's not bad to get the job you want. It's not bad to get the girl or the guy that you're hoping to go out with. It's not even bad to get a Black Friday deal. Um, but the problem is, is that we neglect something very simple and fundamental every single day. And it's this, you are alive. How beautifully simple is that? But yet it is something incredibly profound that we tend to take advantage of. If, you, if you're living in a, in a context where um, there is an opportunity for you to lose your life, like for uh, as I've spent time around the world, as I spent time primarily in India for a good part of the last part of my life, what I have found is their gratitude for every day, their joy, their rejoicing that God has given them another day is directly related to the fact that they could lose their life today. They could lose their life as a result of disease. They could lose their life as a result of persecution. Like, so for them to wake up and to be alive is a very profound and beautiful thing. Very simple, but very important. But because we as Westerners take advantage of the fact that we're alive and how incredibly important that means in the complexities of what it actually means to be alive, we miss out on profound joy. We miss out on real joy because we've, uh, we, we, we've deposited all the, uh, uh, or we've, we've waited for, we've waited for these deposits of things like raises and all these other things to, to, to bring us joy. And, and they, they tend to not suffice. They tend to leave us continually uh, empty. And we, we're not full. And so we've not become appreciating to life. So here's the important thing that we need to learn about life and what this passage is trying to teach us. It's this. The important thing to remember is this. It's God who's given you today. Like that's really, really important. This is the day that the Lord has made. Today exists 
because God exists and because he chose you to be alive today. That's incredibly profound and incredibly theological in nature for us to pull back and go, wow, today exists because God wants it to exist. I exist today because God wants me to exist today. But we struggle with a sovereign God who is in control. And it's why at the, if we get down deep inside of us, it's why we struggle to be joyful in the day. It's why we're struggling so deeply with the day. It's why we're so easily distracted that joy can be stolen from us so quickly is because we're really wrestling or we're struggling with a sovereign God who is in control. And when we start making God in control, when we start bringing Him the glory, when we start rejoicing in Him, is when we truly start finding satisfaction and purpose. But these other things are robbing us, right? I think it was in episode, I don't know, 22, where we talked about what are we feeding our souls What are we feeding our souls? This is where this passage is directing us. It's like you have to start off with a profound and simple truth. And it's that the Lord has made the day. And that as a result of the Lord making the day, that you and I can rejoice and be glad in today. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, whatever difficulty you may encounter, That is a simple but profound truth. You have another day here on planet Earth. Every day should build on our praise. We should rejoice that he's chosen to give us another day. And and for some of us, you know, it's been a real struggle in the last little bit here. Maybe it's been a struggle your whole life. And I'm wondering if it's because we've put all our energy into the wrong things. We've, we, we, we've put all our energy into these very, very small things that, 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 that won't really change our lives, but that will make us joyful for just a moment and then go away. Make us mo- joyful for a moment and then go away. But it's not real joy. Where there's real joy is the fact that you have air in your lungs, you have a heart that beats, and you're still alive on earth, which means this, you still have purpose. We still have purpose. And as a result of truly understanding that, we can rejoice and be glad in it. Because he has said to you and he said to me, you have purpose here on this earth. And that's why I think so often these small passages in the Psalms. The Psalms are filled with so many beautiful passages that we've been able to go through here. But sometimes these small ones that we that seem to be insignificant, that feel like a little pithy truth, end up becoming the thing under the thing, end up becoming the thing that changes everything, that help us reframe and relook at our lives. And so here's, here's what I wonder if you could do today. I wonder if you can just pull back from your life and not look at all the situational things around you, but actually find satisfaction wherever you are right now that you're alive, that you're alive, 
And you're saying, Jeff, you don't know, understand my pain. Jeff, you don't understand the hurt. You don't understand the betrayal. You don't understand the abuse. And you know what? You're right. I don't. I don't understand what you're going through. I don't even know who you are right now listening on the other side of whatever thing, medium you're listening to this on. I don't know. But what I do know is this, is that the Lord made the day. And that matters. And so do you. And his commission to us through the psalmist is this, rejoice in it. Rejoice in it. I'm sorry that it's been so hard. I'm sorry that it's been so painful. I'm sorry that it's been so disappointing. And he's grieving alongside of you, but he's like, don't miss the fact, the very simple but profound truth that that he loves you and you still have purpose and you're still alive and that you matter. You see, Jesus served his purpose on earth. And then he went to go serve his purpose in eternity. And he's doing the same with us. It's like this, like you have so much purpose. Are we living into the purpose that he's created us for us today? Because we don't have tomorrow, not been promised tomorrow, but we do have today. And so I wonder if the simplest simplest thing that you and I could do today is just say to God, thank you. Thank you for today. I give it to you. I ask you to do with today what you will do with it. Use me however you will want to use me. And so many of us really struggle with that. We really ask if God is good. We really wonder if today is worth being joyful in or rejoicing in. And I'm just telling you it is because you're alive. And you have purpose in this world. Don't forget, Jesus had purpose eventually. And that purpose, it cost him his life. But then he continues his purpose on into eternity. And he's calling you and I into the same thing. Rejoicing in the day is an external sign of an internal understanding that God is in control and today matters. Today was your last day. How would your life look different if you knew that today was your last day? Maybe just take a minute today and go, how do I want to live today? Because I've not been promised tomorrow. How do I want to live today? So to the God who holds today and eternity in his hands, we glorify you and we find joy in today. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time.